0: Hey, it's Lori from Hike. So this week, I got to actually go out and get on the trail and did uh, 10 miles out on the North Country Trail and the Birch Grove Trail together. It was a great loop. And if you know me, you know, I'm a fan of loop hikes. um, Most of the time because I might be hiking uh, by myself and it's just easier to just do a loop rather than an out and back or of course a point to point and try to figure out how to get back. But this time I got to go with Julie. So hey Julie. Um I just want to say thank you for getting me out on the trail. We had a lot of fun together. Julie's also been a patron of hike, so you know she's been a great supporter and uh, always very thankful for all of my patrons out there. I have a new patron this week. Her name is Lisa. Thank you so much for Deciding to support Hike and helping me get this show out by making sure that it can be hosted and allowing me to focus on getting content out there. If you want to be a patron and find out more ways to support the show, just go ahead and you can go to my Patreon page or click in the show notes and just drop me a line. All right, so let's get on to this week's episode. I am going to be bringing you my adventure to Sleeping Bear Dunes. So, you know, last week I talked with Jen and the Wandering Squad about Isle Royale National Park. So I'm keeping with the theme of our national park system. In May, um, I got a chance to do an overnight at Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore. So I'm really excited to bring that to you. It's probably going to be over maybe a couple episodes or so, but we're gonna start it out today. I've lived in Michigan all of my life, and it wasn't until maybe 2013 or 2014 when I was working in Traverse City that I spent time and headed out to just at least see uh, Sleeping Bear Dunes and do a quick day hike of it. Um, So, you know, there are so many beautiful places here in Michigan to explore, and that's part of why I wanted to dedicate a whole season to all of the things, you know, that you can do in Michigan here in the Great Lakes State. So Sleeping Bear Dunes is on the northwest coast of, the, of Lake Michigan uh, in the Lower Peninsula. Um, it's in Leelanau and Benzie counties, and it also includes a 35-mile-long stretch of Lake Michigan coastline and also the south and north, or north and south, (laughs) Manitou Islands. It includes historic farms, dunes, beaches. It was authorized in 1970. You know, there's camping, both modern and rustic. There are uh, both easy and strenuous hikes. Uh, You can do a strenuous dune climb hike. There's scenic driving, historic farms, and just charming northern Michigan towns where you can resupply, have coffee, see the works from local artists, buy souvenirs, all of that fun stuff. And there's simply just a beautiful charm to this area here in Michigan. Sleeping Bear was named after an Ojibwa legend of the Sleeping Bear. The legend says that there was a huge fire on the western shore of Lake Michigan that drove a mother bear and her two cubs into the lake for shelter. The cubs couldn't make it over, and you know, she stayed there and waited on the Michigan shoreline for the cubs to reappear. The great spirit created two islands, North and South Manitou Islands, and then the sands and winds and covered and buried the sleeping bear. And of course, you know, due to sand erosion through the years, the top edge of that bluff has been eroded, but you can still make out uh, that mother bear sleeping and waiting on her cubs. Today, I'm going to take you along with me for my day one at Sleeping Bear Dunes. We're going to go to Pyramid Point for my hike there. And I'm also going to talk about setting up camp at DH Day Campground. Okay guys, I am headed to Pyramid Point. Gonna check out this hike that I first learned about from Annie at Compass Paper Company. (sighs) In Sleeping Bear Dunes, it is much needed. Um, Just pulled over at this overlook. I see the very blue, beautiful Lake Michigan in front of me. I'm gonna get back in the car and head over there and hopefully get to this hike okay someone just pulled up next to me but there's only like three of cars here (laughs) mine included so looks like i do not have an internet connection which hopefully i will find one soon so i'm gonna hopefully walk real quick to get some higher ground Um. Alright, so I'm at Pyramid Point in Sleeping Bear Dunes. It's a chilly but honestly blue sky, barely a cloud in the sky. This is a gravel path. I was kind of questioning if I was going to the right place, but here I am. It's a little bit off the beaten path, first time here, but I had to hike it after hearing what Annie said and then reading about it in my 50 hikes book big warning at the trailhead about ticks so I'm gonna be a little careful about that uh, more cars pulling in Maybe people taking a mid-afternoon break realizing how beautiful it is out alright so I'm gonna give you a little bit of an overview of this hike it is hike number 41 in Jim Dufresne's 50 hikes in Michigan book Pyramid Point Trail. It's a total distance of 2.6 miles and it's rated as moderate and the highlights are Lake Michigan overlook and sand dunes. And so the hike that Jim talks about in this book is a loop hike and I actually just did the lookout uh, there and back. So it ended up being just uh, maybe a mile and a quarter total but I wanted to see the lookout. I also had some work to do, but being able to take a work call while looking out on Lake Michigan, it's something I'm very grateful for, and I don't forget how lucky I am to be able to combine the two. However, I really would like to do the Loop Hike in the future, so um, again, It's not that long of a hike and I think it would be great uh, for families for people that are maybe new to hiking just want to see some great views and you want to get them you know excited about getting out there on the trail this is a perfect one and it's quintessential Lake Michigan seeing that gorgeous turquoise water out beyond as far as you can see so let's get back to my hike okay and we're pretty much on the incline right away. So, very wide path, kind of like a forced service road, going all the way up. Coming up on a trailhead, and go to the lookout, point two miles, go to the meadow, we're going to the lookout first. This view is gonna make you climb for it, work a little, almost, to the viewpoint. Oh, some Trillium off to the side, white ones. Here I am, it's gorgeous. I'm gonna go down here, find a little spot on the sand. There is no filter needed for this blue water. Wow, seen a hawk fly. Might even be a golden eagle. Let's see it above, see if I can make it out. It's gorgeous. Wow, it's coming right over top of me. So I'm sure all of you can kind of uh, picture it along with me, right? Just standing there, hearing the water uh, lapping against the shore down below, standing above on the dunes, looking at this turquoise beauty, seeing a hawk above you in the sky. It's just a perfect moment in time. Where you can just be there in nature. It wasn't very busy at all. There were maybe a two or three other groups around, but everyone had their own space, their own peace to just sit there. Well, or in my case, stand and enjoy the the gorgeous surroundings. Uh, that is Lake Michigan. I'm going to tell you, I spent a lot of time that afternoon soaking that beauty in before heading back to the car. Um, I'm going to give you the quick totals of what that hike was. Again, it was just a short little jaunt up to the viewpoint and back. Okay, so I registered just 1.1 miles, 233 feet of elevation gain in that mile. It was... A nice little hike to get my blood pumping and to be rewarded with a gorgeous view so after this hike i went to go get my camp set up at dh day campground okay so let's talk a little bit about dh day campground in sleeping bear dunes national lakeshore it's a rustic campground it's located in the northern district of the Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore on the Lower Peninsula of Michigan. And according to nps.gov, it's one of the most popular in northern Michigan. And, you know, it's because it has such easy access to some of the great sites and hikes of Sleeping Bear Dunes. So you're close to the dune climb, the Pierce stocking scenic drive, museums, uh, the historic village of Glenhaven, um, which is also close to the Pyramid Point hike, and it's located only two miles from restaurants and shops of downtown Glen Arbor. So you're close to, you know, you can get out, get that morning breakfast or coffee if you want. You can resupply, there's a great uh, grocery store that has, you know, everything you need there. Um, Camp you know, camp wood and all kinds of stuff you can uh, find uh, just located centrally. Now, um, I'm going to give you also some key reasons why you'll want to stay at DH Day Campground. So here are my thoughts about that and, and why I think you need to consider staying there. So one of the cool things about it is you have access to a bike trail. It goes actually right through uh, the campground itself. It's the Sleeping Bear Heritage Trail, and it runs about 22 miles between Empire and Bohemia Road. So that's something that you have direct access to. So if you um, are a bike rider or even just want to take a walk and head over to uh, Glen Arbor, Um, it's a quick jaunt. Secondly, I would say that just having such access to Lake Michigan right from your campground. Now, the sites are not on the water, but they're a very short distance away. So I stayed in one of the tent only sites, which also was in the generator free area of the campground. I'll put some links uh, to where I stayed and of course, links to the campsite and Um, Also the hike I did that I told you about earlier in the episode in the show notes. So um, having that easy access was really cool. You could watch sunrise, watch sunset, walk along the shore. It wasn't crowded at all. Uh, The facilities were also, the facilities there were also very clean. Uh, This is a rustic campground, no showers, but there are, you know, clean uh, toilets Uh, vault toilets, and I didn't uh, see an issue at all. So that's another reason why I would definitely recommend considering staying there. And then as I mentioned, as I told you about the campground, it's close to a lot of different hikes. So you have access to, you can keep that as your central location and explore and uh, do a lot of that um exploration uh, throughout you know the week or the weekend or even just like me having an overnight there now one thing i had read about this campground is that you know watch out for the poison ivy i myself you know wasn't running around um you know i did put up uh, my tent i didn't have my hammock up this trip i don't think so no not this one but you know just something to watch out for if you you know, are going to, uh, uh, if you're allergic to poison ivy and break out, just watch out for that. Uh, or, you know, for any little ones who are also running around. Now I stayed over, it was May 5th, the evening of, and when I went out during the daytime, when I set up, it was mid afternoon to go check out the water. I was swarmed by the black flies and you can hear a little more about that in this clip okay i'm gonna tell you uh, the black flies are crazy so not going (laughs) to the shore but that's fine because i already saw um lake michigan earlier but this is gorgeous out here excited to camp it's a beautiful day i'm at dh day um campground Part of Sleeping Bear Dunes and more to come. So I was at Campsite 55. I didn't have anyone camping on either side of me. Again, this was a weeknight in early May. You know, shoulder season, and um, I definitely recommend. You know, weather was was decent. wasn't too cold at night. But I definitely do recommend if you want to head out and really experience um a less hectic, you know, more laid back version of Sleeping Bear Dunes, do it in like May or October in a week, uh, weeknight capacity, and I think you're uh you're gonna enjoy it a lot more. At least that's what I've found. I also gotta say that the um the ranger working at the check in uh was very helpful. I've, I've found that um, on return occasions that definitely talk to the rangers, ask them questions, listen to them. They're full of great advice. So that's another benefit, I think, of this campground and also going at a time where it isn't as packed as uh, as other times where they're, you know, really busy and uh, just trying to get, you know, in and out. So after I finished setting up my camp I went to get some supplies in town came back set everything up and then decided to do one more hike that evening I decided to hike alligator hill now that's another close by hike actually I think it's within just a less than two miles a mile maybe of where the campground was so a perfect spot to just get out there and get some hiking in. And I also got this hike, I believe, out of my 50 Hikes book uh, written by Jim Dufresne. It's been a very handy book. Um, Just one of the books that I've been referencing on my Michigan hiking series. So let me tell you a little bit more about this hike. Alligator Hill Trail is also cross-country skiing trails. So there's an easy loop, an intermediate loop, and an advanced loop. And I think it's kind of one of those, you can make it what you want. You can do a smaller hike or a longer hike. Um, the one in the book clocks at 4.3 miles in distance. It's rated as moderate and the highlights are beach maple forest and scenic vistas. So you have views of little Glen Lake and Big Glen Lake Um, so it's an interesting hike. Also one thing about this is there is remains or there are remains of an 18-hole golf course on its north side which uh, goes back to the 1920s when David Henry Day, D.H. Day right, he was a prominent lumber baron um, who was responsible for the company town of Glenhaven he uh, developed a resort, um, which also included golfing. So um, you can kind of make some of it out a little bit, if, uh, but I definitely recommend reading the book, uh, Hike 40, Getting the 50 Hikes book, and you can actually get a lot of great detail and, and background info on this. So um, again, it's really close to D.H. Day campground and it's uh, less than a mile so it was less it says trailhead is can be reached in point seven five miles from the campground so um when you go into the the lot actually there's concrete kilns at the entry so that's uh they were built by uh the lumberman Pierce stocking uh in the 1950s So I guess he was using these kilns to turn scrap wood into charcoal. They're a little scary I'm just going to tell you. Um, (laughs) You know it's just a little creepy to see and I'll of course put some pictures up on my Instagram but you know I'll give you some snippets here of my hike and the views that I saw. I did a loop hike and I made my way to uh, the island's overlook. It was just about right under a mile and a half in. And there was a short diversion to get to it from the main trail. So, um, and of course, uh, from that overlook, you can see the North and South Manitou Islands and Beaver Island, and you might even see South Fox Island. So it's a pretty cool view. And here's a little bit from my hike. Okay. I am at the Alligator Hill Trail, and I'm just excited to try it out. There's supposed to be a couple of good views. It's on the site of, I guess, a really old, I think from the 1920s, golf course. Of course, I'll put all that stuff in intro, the magic of post-production, right? So, um, so yeah, excited to try this out. And already, I already set up camp. Um, so my tent's there. Everything's laid out so I can go back. Uh, after this hike and just chill. So, I will let you know how this hike goes. This is where it is. At the start. Hello! Hi. They're kilns built in the 1950s by lumberman Pierce Stocking. The sawmill he set up near this spot produced considerable waste that was converted to charcoal in the kilns. Interesting. So a little creepy but uh, some abandoned there's these abandoned. One, two, three, four, five, six. Like several of them, actually. And some of like trees have grown inside. Um, but just kind of cool structures. So let me start out my all trails. Okay. Again, the pretty wide path here. There's some pines bordering each. It just says all trails to the left. <laughs> I think I was reading there's over 100 miles of trails here at Sleeping Bear Dunes, National Lakeshore. I mean, I'm only staying overnight, and it's a beautiful, gorgeous day, so I wanted to just get a taste of things. But knowing that camping is 20 bucks, no extra service fees, and it's a great little campsite, it is rustic. But that kind of tells me, like, this is a great spot to head up, especially midweek, like I am today. I imagine weekends, this place is popping with people. The trail is rather wide, definitely sandy, and we're in the dunes, so you're gonna have lots of sandy trails. There weren't many cars in the parking lot, um, so I think I've passed a couple people, the two groups that were actually uh, on hikes here. And this is really like basically right across from my campground pretty much, so just a couple minutes to get to the trailhead. to the left of me I can see the beautiful blue water I am going to Islands Lookout. It's very clear there's signs, wooden posts with markers kind of telling you the direction to go. I love the uh, I think stands of birch in here. My favorite. up North tree. Maybe it's beach too. Looks like some cedars now. Looks like I'm almost to Island's Lookout. See a trail sign ahead. Okay. So, I think I can go to the left to Island's Lookout. Oh, nice. It's a see the hawks diving nice bench here to sit at nice and again I'm the only person here wow well not the only thing there's all the the black flies (laughs) it's kind of where it just doesn't even seem real this blue I'm gonna take a couple videos so you can kind of take it in and I'll post these on my on my Instagram and Facebook. Very nice. So from here you can see north and south Manitou Island. And of course Island View. There you have it. I'm just gonna let you guys listen. Pretty special. I could not have asked for a more beautiful day, and I had it all to myself, which I think is pretty miraculous, to go to National Lakeshore and get this viewpoint. feel pretty lucky today. And I did feel pretty lucky, you know, having that lookout all to myself, uh, really feeling like I had the trail about to myself when i got back to my car there was only one other vehicle there so to round it out um, i did 2.8 miles 361 feet of elevation and this was the alligator hill trail i definitely recommend you check that out again those hikes where you get that big payoff and you don't have a lot of mileage i mean those are the wonderful ones to take to someone who is new to hiking, who you want to get uh, to be that hiking partner or, you know, get out there and get them on the trail. Start out small, get those great views, um, interest points and things like that, and you will see them coming back again and again to hike with you. And so after this, I went back to my campground for the evening. And that's where I'm gonna close this episode out. Okay, I'm in my tent. I think it's just the end to a perfect day. Got to see the sunset. I can hear the water from my, from my tent. If you're out there and you're wondering, you know, should I be camping by myself? Can I do it? Um, Do I want to do it? I'm going to encourage you to try. It's only now that I feel like I'm totally comfortable setting up camp by myself and getting into a rhythm. So if the first couple of times don't go well, it's okay. Like, try again. So, thanks for following along my first day out at Sleeping Bear Dunes. Over the next few days, I'll be posting some of the photos of my time at Sleeping Bear Dunes, including the gorgeous sunset and walk on the beach, minus the black flies that night. So, Thanks for listening and following along. And you will hear more about Sleeping Bear Dunes, including my adventures and so much more through the entire month of July. So until next time, see you on the trail.